Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. And good morning, everybody. We're ready to go. Are you ready to go? Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. You can watch us on MileHighSports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed. Now, if you want to reach Bruce, he's in Europe right now. Good luck. Good luck. Well, no, he'll, I don't even know if he will wind up, you know, tweeting you back. However, the voice you just heard, Zach Stevens of DNVR. Uh, we can get into this later. I don't understand why a, a bunch of guys who are professional writers refer to themselves as the DNVR. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's the DNVR. We've had you on the show. We've had Ryan on the show. We have had Harrison Wind on the show, and I don't even think they have explanations. I don't have explanations. I want to sit and just chat so people can get to know you, but I think enough people know you through Twitter at Zach Stevens because we have some major breaking news, and that is the lead. The lead is presented by Smoke and Dave's Barbecue and Brew, Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Get some tonight in Denver, Longmont, Lions, and Estes Park. Well, clearly the Broncos did this deal so we could have it right off the top of the show. The Broncos and Russell Wilson have reached an agreement on a five-year, $245 million, and here's the key words, contract extension. It's $165 million guaranteed. And now Wilson's going to be with the Broncos for the next seven years. Honestly, this extension is somewhat similar to what Kyler Murray got. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Yep. And Russell Wilson is going to be going into the Hall of Fame one day. With that, Zach, the contract extension, I think, is the key part of the language. Right. And this is a good deal, even if it's not an extension, Eric. And the fact that it is an extension, that means he's playing the next two years of his deal on a very affordable contract. We're talking about quarterbacks making between 40 and $50 million a year right now. Next two years, this year, Russ is on track for $24 million. Next year, it's $27 million. And then it only adds uh, uh, $49 million per year after that. So you break it down and right well, now. Well, less, less, not to correct you, it doesn't add $49 million. It's probably going to add maybe another $25 Right, million. it goes up to that $49 correct. million. For the next seven years, his average annual contract is $42.9 million. Typically, Eric, when a, cut, when, when a player signs a contract, especially a quarterback, they reset the market. Right now, that makes him the seventh highest paid quarterback in the NFL. He didn't come close to resetting the market. So this is a fantastic deal uh, for, for the Broncos. George Payton knocked this one out of the park. And on top of that, Eric, typically uh, quarterback or these contracts are fully guaranteed. That's what we've seen uh, from a, a couple of quarterbacks. Kirk Cousins. Th- this one's only $165 million guaranteed. Well, I don't know if the Walton and Penner group can afford it. <laughs> I think that's the problem. I'm guessing that Greg Penner walked in and said to Russ, listen, we're new. Uh, we want to spend money. Give us a break. However, this is our first big contract out of the books. Can we dip our toe in the water instead of having to jump fully into the pool? Uh, with that, so you have the extension that starts in a couple of years. The extension, by the way, will push Russell Wilson to 40 years old. I don't see any reason why, barring injury, that doesn't play until he's about 40 years old. He's in good shape. He takes care of himself uh, as well as a Tom Brady. 
but when you look at the contract extension language, which is, you spelled it out, next two years, and I understand that, the salary cap's going to keep going up. Yep. And the streaming money for the NFL has not even come in yet, right? Yep. So that cap is going to go way up. I've had this conversation more than a few times, that when you go back to 2011, no quarterback who has taken up 12.5% of his team's payroll has won a Super Bowl. Mm. Not one. Yep. And I've always used Tom Brady as my example. During that time, 2011 up until now, Brady's won the Super Bowl three times. Why? Because he doesn't have to be the highest paid quarterback in the league. Yep. Because he doesn't necessarily have to be the highest paid guy on his own team. I was concerned that the deal would be restructured this way. The extension would start next year. Right. But now it's going to start in two years. And, and let's put something else into perspective here. The Broncos don't have a first and a second round pick next year. Right? They don't yep. have a first and a second round pick next year. Yep. So because of that, how are you going to get some studs at the top of the draft? You're going to need to bring in some free agents yep. in order to fortify. I guess the big question is, although I don't actually, I don't know how much this really changes the landscape when it comes to Bradley Chubb. And this is why I'm saying it. Let's say he balls out this year. Knowing they drafted Benito, knowing they signed Gregory. Do you really think they're going to spend huge money on Chubb? I don't think they're going to. But what this deal for Russell Wilson allows them to do, he has a great year. Hey, here's the franchise tag. And the franchise tag is going to be about $17 million yep. because he is listed as an outside linebacker, not a defensive end. Defensive end at the... At the uh, Franchise tag is the second highest only behind quarterback. Outside linebacker is way down the list. So now they have flexibility to bring in more guys, slap Chubb with a franchise tag, because they will certainly have the money to do it, maybe bring back a Draymond Jones and anything else that they need. This gives the Broncos flexibility, tons of it. And in two years, I, I don't see how that Russell Wilson is over 12.5% of the cap. Right, and 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 I imagine that they structured this so it brings down the cap those first few years, whether that's this year, next year, or the following right. first few years of that five year extension. And that's what's what's great about when you give people new contracts is you manipulate the cap a lot. We saw it with Patrick Mahomes' contract when it came out. The first year it was like ten million dollars against the cap, and then year eight it was something like sixty five million dollars against the cap, which initially seemed crazy. But by the time they get to that number. They're going to restructure again. If Russell Wilson in five years from now is playing elite level and you want to you want to keep him around for five more years to lower those cap numbers in the future, then you just do that. You give him another extension when it comes around to there. The fact that they didn't reset the market with this contract is just a huge win for George Payton. This should tell you how much Russell Wilson wants to win here. He didn't have to do this deal. No. He could have easily pushed for the extension to start next year. I don't think any reasonable person would have faulted him for that. They weren't going to rip up this year's deal, but next year's deal, you can certainly make that case. You know, when Russell Wilson was first introduced to the Denver media, he said two things that really stood out. Number one, 
I want to win three or four Super Bowls. He also said, I want to play another 10 to 12 years. And I thought those two are not going to add up for this reason. If you want Kirk Cousins type of money, meaning fully guaranteed, if that's what you're looking for, it's not that you're going to set the franchise back. It's just you're not going to have the flexibility. Russell Wilson, by signing this contract, proved he wants to win here and he wants to win now because he it's it's not when you're talking about this type of money, when you're talking about two hundred and forty five million dollars. And you're talking about one hundred and sixty five million dollars guaranteed. Do me a favor, uh, Alex, get the rim shot ready when I say this. Okay. <laughs> Russell Wilson gave the Broncos a hometown discount. Right, he did. did. Yeah, and it sounds like a joke, but it really isn't. No, it, it it's not a joke at all. And like I said earlier, typically quarterbacks reset the market with these. He didn't come close, Eric. And it does show. It gives them the flexibility to make other moves. They can sign Bradley Chubb to a big contract extension if they want. They could go also go the franchise tag route. They could let him go and bring in another free agent. And this is going to make the Broncos that much more uh, enticing for free agents. We saw it with Peyton Manning. When you have a franchise quarterback, it's a lot easier for John Elway or George Peyton to bring in guys uh, to, to add. And you can add those veterans on the team that you need. And you can get those guys on some deals. We saw it with DeMarcus Ware. He came here uh, on a very affordable deal. And we're going to see that moving forward because now, guys, not that there was any question if Russell Wilson was going to be with this team, but when you see a seven-year commitment from a team, then players are going to say, absolutely, I'll go play there for two or three years. And now this just opens the the window for a Super Bowl for the Broncos. I do not have a man crush at all. And I'm certainly not a Broncos supporter. I kind of call it the way I see it. I cannot think of a move that George Payton has made so far in anything he has done where you can say, I'm really questioning that. It's as if he keeps topping himself. How in the world did he get Wilson to sign this contract? It's a lot of money. I get it. But doing it, the extension after the next two seasons, he, it seems like everything he is touching, talking about George Payton, is turning to gold. It's true. And I understand that Russell Wilson could get injured. This is a team-friendly deal the way it is structured. And good on Russell Wilson for backing up what he said, I want to win three or four Super Bowls. This gives them that opportunity. If he said, I want that extension to start today, because remember, they haven't gotten their first paycheck yet. You get paid week to week in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He hasn't gotten his first envelope. But now that he has signed before the start of the season, he could have said, I want a seven-year deal starting now. Then he does hamstring the organization. The two sides found a way to work together. I've done enough business and I've negotiated enough deals to know this. People will say somebody has to lose in a negotiation. No, both sides have to win and both sides are winning. Russell Wilson is getting a lot of money. You can make the case. You could ask for more guaranteed money. You can make the case. He's worth more guaranteed money. Mm -hmm. But when you look at Kyler Murray's contract extension, five years, 230 million, and I believe it's $160 million guaranteed. Well, the guaranteed money is pretty much the same. And I know that Kyler Murray's younger has a lot more upside. 
But who would you rather really have over the next seven years? Oh, it's easy. Of course you'd rather have Russell Wilson, a guy that's won playoff games, a guy who has won, been to the playoffs eight of his first 10 years in the NFL, a guy that has had winning seasons in nine of his first 10 years in the NFL. The only year he didn't have a winning season was last year, and that was the only season he didn't play in every single game. So every single season Russell Wilson has played in every single game, he has had a winning record. That's incredible. He has the second most wins in NFL history through the first 10 years of his career, only to Peyton Manning. And around here, we know how good and impressive that is. And Eric, Russ could have came in and said, I want to set the record for, for a contract when it comes to years, when yep. it comes to guaranteed money, and when would- it comes to average annual value. And the Broncos, they had no leverage here. Zero. Zero. Because, like you said, they traded so much right? in order to get him. If they wanted to 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 have Russ in a corner and kind of have some leverage, they would have signed that deal before he came to the Broncos. And you know what? That deal would have looked like this one. So the fact that the Broncos didn't lose that much leverage, no leverage at all, by waiting until now, waiting until three weeks after the Walton Penner group took over, it is incredible. And how about that? The first big move that this new ownership group makes is this deal. Uh, welcome to Denver. I think people are thrilled to have you. By the way, so when you look at the con- uh, the contract extension, it's roughly $42.3 million per year. Coming up after the break, had a nice conversation with Dalton Reisner in the locker room yesterday. I wish I could have asked him about you know the new contract extension for Russ, um, but the, the interview's in the can. <laughs> Dalton will talk about the upcoming season and specifically zone blocking. How close are these guys to being ready to do the zone blocking scheme? Because honestly, to me, that's the key to the entire offense. I know Wilson is. He's the quarterback. But if the zone blocking scheme isn't working, this whole thing, I don't want to say falls apart, but it's going to be in trouble. Reisner's next. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, mileisports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed. At Zach Stevens, at Eric Goodman, and it's Z-A-C, not Z-A-C-H, not Z-A-K, Z-A-C. Zach David Stevens joining us on the show while he is tweeting on his Twitter feed about what is going on. Uh, I know that you'd be writing a column right now, but thank you for uh, still doing the show because I'm sure you're probably thinking, man, I got to get this thing out for DNVR. And that's why your leg is shaking right now. And you're smiling. You're thinking, yeah, that's what I probably would be doing. Right well, now. And, and the column will be about how this is a team-friendly deal. Like we broke down in the first segment, Eric, just uh, a, a huge deal. This did not reset the market, which is just so rare for quarterback deals these days. Okay. So with that, I want to tell you really quickly about McKenzie Law. Um, you are, are you recently engaged? I am. Exactly. Okay. I have a suggestion for you. You don't have to do it right now. You don't have to make a phone call during the break. Uh, but I say this to our listeners and our viewers on milehighsports.com, but I'll talk to you about this as well. Um, I work with Dan McKenzie. He's an estate planner and, uh, my wife and I, we did our estate plan through him. We did our will. We did our living will. 
And it, you're, you're never too young to do this because you never know, honestly, if you're going to get hit by a bus tomorrow. And you want to have all your finances in order. You don't want to leave your spouse, your fiance, holding the bag, not knowing where anything is, having to go to court, which is called probate. As far as a living will goes, I'll ask you, okay? Um, if God forbid you're on life support, you want that plug pulled or do you want to just sit there for a while and you could be a vegetable? Yeah. Option A. Option A. Okay. The doctor's going to keep you alive unless you put something in writing. So you might want to take care of it. I'd say so. I would say so as well. Go to the McKenzie firm.com. Time now for the buzz. The Buzz is presented by Rocky Mountain Forest Products, where they specialize in wholesale lumber to the public. Go to Rocky Mountain Forest Products in Wheat Ridge or go to rmfp.com. Back in training camp, had a conversation with Garrett Bowles on the side. And I said to him, name all the quarterbacks you have played for. And he went through all of them and got everybody but Teddy Bridgewater. And with the amount of quarterbacks that have played behind him, it's a pretty long list, and I can understand why he forgot someone. Now Garrett Bowles, now Dalton Reisner will not have to have that quarterback carousel anymore as Russell Wilson has signed a five-year contract extension, keywords, contract extension. He will play out the next two years of his deal, which is beyond team-friendly, and then the extension kicks in, and then the live streaming money kicks in for the NFL and the salary cap goes way up. And that's a great deal for the Broncos. With that, Dalton Reisner has to be thrilled. He didn't know the news yesterday when I talked to him. Here's our conversation. So how excited are you to finally get this thing going, man? I'm really excited, man. Uh, that's what we've been doing all this work for, all the OTAs, all the training camp. Um, good 17 weeks there all in all so I think all of us are chomping at the bit we put the work in uh, we got the team to do it and now it's a, a matter of us going out there and making sure it happens I've been told by those who have been part of the zone blocking scheme who have played in it it's not a difficult system to learn it's a difficult system to be patient and it's a difficult system to master how big of a key is are you guys up front not only just blocking for Russell but making sure there are lanes and all of you are in sync yeah, you know, I think it's a, I think it's a tough system to learn too. Uh, there's a lot different. Uh, there's a lot of different schemes in this game of football. So, definitely hasn't been easy to learn this uh, system that we've been uh, you know introduced to. But at the same time, we've been working at it for a long time. So I think becoming masters of it, making sure that we're technically sound, we know when to go fast, when to slow it down, when to be patient. All those things that you said, I think, are ex- extremely important. So for us as an O line, that's what we've been doing. That's what that's what that's what the five weeks of training camp was for. That's what the three preseason games uh, were for. Um, so for us as an offensive line, it's just honing in on those little things, honing in on those little things and making sure we continue to get better each and every day and each and every week. How concerned are you, if at all, about growing pains? Because you guys are all going to be out there as a five-man group for the first time in a game. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not concerned about it, but there's going to be growing pains. Uh, anyone that says there's not going to be growing pains uh, is completely wrong. There's growing pains for some of the best players in this league, some of the best offensive line units. So nothing's ever going to be perfect. It's an imperfect game, but it's all about can we get rid of that one play? Can we get to the next play and continue to work in sync? Can we make sure that we have a lot of good plays, a lot of good rushing yards, good play actions, good pockets for Russell? Uh, we know it's not going to be perfect. We know that there's going to be growing pains throughout this whole season, but it's a matter of how many of those pains you have and how you uh, bounce back from having them. Speaking of pains, you've been around for a lot of it with this organization, a team that you grew up watching, a team that you grew up cheering for. Do you finally feel, looking at the guys in this room, 
with Hackett, with Wilson, with everybody else, the time is, hey, now we're ready to go. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I've been a confident guy each and every year I've been here with the Broncos, but there's no question that the last three years we haven't been where we wanted to be. Um, and coming into this season and where we're at right now, it is time. It's time. we got the pieces to the puzzle. We, we don't have any excuses. We have the staff to do it. We have the ownership group to do it. Um, we have the players to do it. So, yeah, like you said, the time is now. we got to go out there and perform. We know it's not going to be perfect, but, but getting wins on the win column throughout the season, that's what's most important and getting them early. Do you think there might be some conversation? We want to win it for us against Seattle, but we really need to win it for Russell. Uh, you know, I don't. I, first of all, Russell's not the type of guy that really cares about that. I don't think he's the type of guy that wants to put himself above the team. At the end of the day, we need to go out there and get a win against Seattle because that's how we want to start our season. And we want to have a winning season this year. We want to be in the playoff hunt towards the end of the year. So, yeah, of course, a part of it will be like, hey, this is where Russell used to play. I'm sure he would want to get a big win. But getting a huge win for the team, I think that's all that's important. Pain, Eric. The pain is over with Russell Wilson being here. And Dalton didn't know that yesterday uh, about the seven-year extension, but he understands what Russell Wilson means to this organization, what it means to this offensive line, what it means for continuity for the offense. And then there was a second part of pain in that, in growing pains. And that is something that I, it was a small takeaway that I took away from this preseason. Although Dalton Reisner didn't play in the preseason, although the starting offensive line didn't play in the preseason, one of the things that I think Dalton was very honest and realistic about was the growing pains that we might see from this offensive line, especially in the running game early this season. This is a whole new offensive scheme, specifically with the running game, the outside zone. What did we see the first two games in the preseason when it came to the running game? I know it was backups, but it was bad. It was 1.7 yards per carry in the first game, 1.9 yards per carry in the second game. And what do we see in the third game? The running game really picked up. And that's kind of where my expectations are for this starting group. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Those are the backups. Those are the backups. So, so I, well, are you, are you suggesting that because it looked good for the backups, suddenly it's going to look great for the for the starters? It, no, it didn't look good for the backups the first two weeks. And that's kind right. of how I'm the approaching this season. But are is, you... Are you are you conflating the two that because we've seen an upward trajectory with the backups that suddenly it's going to be that way with the starters? I'm more so pointing to I'm not having high expectations for everything with this offense come week one, week two. Maybe right. it doesn't take off week three, especially since they're playing the San Francisco 49ers. Who knows about Trey Lance, yeah. but we know that defense, especially that front, is really good. But my expectations aren't for Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon to go out and average five and a half yards per carry the first two weeks of the season. If it starts slow, don't panic right away. And I think the backups showed us just how that could take off. Now, maybe it's not week three and they're doubling or tripling their yards per carry average in the first from from the first two weeks. But to me, that's very realistic what Dalton said about growing pains. Many will suggest that Pierre Lacroix former Avs general manager and president, was the greatest GM in the history of Denver sports. You're a Denver guy, is that right? Yep. So you remember Pierre Lacroix. Yep. I know that you're a football guy, but I certainly know that you cover all, that you love all sports here in town. So you know who Pierre Lacroix is. With that, George Payton is becoming Pierre Lacroix mm. in two areas. One, selection of talent. But he's early on that. So let's give it some more time before we go all in and say this guy is a can't-miss guy when it comes to the draft and when it comes to free agency. But I'll tell you where he is, Pierre Lacroix. 
I feel bad for anyone who is a beat guy for the Colorado Avalanche, for either the Rocky Mountain News or the Denver Post or anybody else. And the reason was you never broke any stories because nothing got out of that organization. Every deal that Pierre Lacroix made was a surprise to everyone. Patrick Waugh, no one is really tipped off on that. Picking up other guys, no one is really tipped off on that. How do you like the fact that we walked in this morning at 645 and no one had leaked there were contract negotiations? When Russell Wilson signed, did it kind of blindside you a little bit? A little bit? This coming out right now, yes. Well, I'm talking about even signing Russell Wilson, trading for Russell Wilson. Oh, when they traded, yes, yes, it did. Every move that he seems to make comes out, Von Miller. Did we hear anything leaked out that they were shopping Von Miller? No. It's very buttoned up there now. You never want to negotiate through the media. And I think George Payton has made it very clear to everybody in the building. You and I have both covered the Broncos long enough to know there are certain guys in the media who get stuff first. I'm not trying to get political here, but I think it's only appropriate. The highly classified stuff that is sitting in George Payton's office in his desk drawer that are stamped confidential never get out. Other little things might, you know, who's going to make the 53 man roster. I mean, those are personal artifacts. Those are like taking towels from the white house. No big deal. Passports. Okay. So, so, so you're interested in signing somebody, right? But the highly confidential stuff, the classified stuff never leads the, never leaves the building. And oh, by the way, the door is locked with with security guards outside to make sure nobody gets in to George Payton's office to look in the drawer to see a folder that says highly classified. And Eric, I was told that when we were on our first break that this deal had been negotiated for the past five and a half months. So that adds even more to what you're saying. This wasn't something that came together in one week. No, this was something that he kept quiet for nearly half a year right after they traded for Russell Wilson. These contract negotiations started just wrapped up three weeks after the Walton Penner group took over. And I was also told that is not a coincidence. They wanted this thing to be done. They wanted Russ to have his extension before the start of the season to show that they're all about winning. They didn't want to mess around with potentially upsetting Russ, with potentially losing Russ. No, this was something that they wanted to do right now. And these things go a long way. When you treat an agent and his player right by not leaking things, by not negotiating contracts through the media, that can go a long way. And maybe it went a long way here with Mark Rogers, Russell Wilson's agent. This is the only NFL client that he has. And George Payton did him right by by keeping this all in-house. I'll tell you what I'd be curious to see are the little things in that contract. You and I both know that while Russell Wilson wanted out of Seattle, Seattle wanted him gone. Mm -hmm. They wanted him gone because of his entourage and all the little things that he had in his contract. Things like, I get a couple of extra rooms on the road for either my ART guy or my family. I'm guessing it's in there that Sierra gets to keep her parking spot during training camp. I bet. Because she was right up next to the front door 
the the first spot. The first spot. Yep. I mean, I I watched his kids pour out of there as I was walking into training camp. I'd be curious to see the little details that he got. I'm not suggesting this is the case, but do they have a private plane to fly the family? Mm. Things like that. Stuff that is talkable on Sports Talk Radio. Stuff that makes a fun podcast on DNVR or what Zach's, what Zach does. Um, Zach, our, uh, our guy who does the, um, uh, uh, oh my God, our podcast for Mile High Sports. Let's talk Broncos uh, every there, night, 6 p.m. on all my high sports. And stuff. I bet you would love to have little things like that, right? In your podcast. It's a great talker. Money's cool. Little details like, hey, I only eat filet mignon when I am on the road. I bet a lot of different stuff is in that contract, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. And the way Russell Wilson and his family have integrated with the Broncos so far is like nothing I've ever seen, Eric. And I've covered this team just since Peyton Manning retired. I've never seen a player treated like this. You got here at a bad time. Oh, man. My first day on the job was Peyton Manning's retirement press conference. How about Is that? Is that right? Yep, yep. And the one winning season, no playoffs since. I expect this year to be the change in all of that. Wow. I got here in 2004 with Shanahan, and they were on a roll. I've I've seen a lot. Yep. I didn't see the Super Bowl wins, you know, back in the 90s. Right. But I've certainly seen a lot. Coming up after the break, every Friday on the show, we do the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Gambling Challenge. College football starts this weekend in full force. There were some games last week, not a bunch of games you wanted to watch, but who's on the docket? Who's high up on the docket? Colorado State Mm. with their new head coach, Jay Norvell, going to the big house. We will tell you what the odds are, and are you taking Colorado State and taking the points? And there are a lot of them. That's next. Keep on rocking me, baby. Keep on rocking me, baby. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, MileHighSports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed, at Zach Stevens, at Eric Goodman. Of course, you can catch all of Zach's work on the dnvr.com not the dnvr.com our breaking news this morning and boy it came out of nowhere russell wilson agrees to a five-year contract extension 245 million 165 million guaranteed it is the second most guaranteed money in nfl history this now ties wilson to denver for the next seven years which means the contract will be up when he is 40 years old And if he can do it 40, what Serena Williams did last night at 40, that'd be pretty spectacular. Then again, I would like to see what he could do at 44 or 43 with what Tom Brady did. But I digress. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending is brought to you by Pinnacle Builders, the best in home remodeling. Go to PinnacleDen.com. 
Okay, every Friday on the show, but we're not doing a show tomorrow. I'm glad the breaking news happened today. I would have felt badly if I am in Vegas and Bruce is in Europe and we're not doing a show, but we are doing a show. We do this every Friday. We're doing it Thursday today. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Gambling Challenge. Full slate of college football games this weekend and good on the schedule makers for giving us a bunch of great games. We will start it off with Michigan. Number five, eight in the country, and they just happen to be playing Colorado State. The Rams are getting 30 and a half points. Jay Norvell, I think he's going to do great things. Are you taking the 30? I love what Jay Norvell is doing up at CSU, but no, I'm not. And the money has been all on Michigan. One week ago, it was 27 and a half points. Now it's rose past 30 points. I think the the money is smart right now. I'd have to go with Michigan here. They're going to want to prove that what happened at the end of their season last year was a fluke. They're going to want to stomp Colorado State. And at home, in the big house, that's just going to be too tough for the Rams. You know what? I think that the school and the football program will never live down losing to Appalachian State, Mm. which is one of the greatest upsets in sports history when the Wolverines were ranked number five in the country. I would take Colorado State. There we go. I love it. Well, I'm getting straight up. (laughs) I didn't realize you smoked this much pot early in the morning. Am I taking them straight up? I'll tell you right now, if I took them straight up and won and put on a $25 bet, I'd be a pretty wealthy guy. You could call it quits. Well, (laughs) close, but not really. No, I would not be taking him straight up. I would absolutely take the points. With that, what do you think of the other games? And these are awesome games. Number five, Notre Dame at Ohio State. Number 11, Oregon at number three, Georgia. I'll tell you what I find so interesting. And there's a story out there that there could be expansion of the college football playoffs. Mm. Personally, and we'll get more into it, I don't think it's necessary for this reason. Number five, Notre Dame is a 17-point underdog. 17 points against Ohio State. Number 11, Oregon is a 17-point underdog against Georgia. If you're the number five team in the country and you're uh, you're 17-point favorite, or a 17-point underdog, just get to the Final Four. We're wasting our time with an 18 playoff or 12-team playoff. I completely agree with you, and it shows you what college football has become. It's four teams, and that's why there's a Final Four right now, why it makes so much sense. The teams that don't make the Final Four, that, does it stink for them? Yes, the the guys that don't get to play in the, in the college football playoff, but they would probably get smashed anyways by the Alabama, by Georgia, uh, b- b- by the Ohio State's Clemsons of the world. And those are the top four right there and then it's the rest it's the top four and the rest and that's what these spreads tell us and i'll take the points i'll I'll take georgia to beat notre dame by more than 17 points you mean you mean you'll take georgia to beat oregon yes georgia to beat oregon and i think they're going to do it by more than 17 points and i would say you're you're going to give the points yep yep, i'm going to give the points and i'm also going to give the points on the other game notre dame they're a fraud, Eric. When it when, wow. it when it comes when it comes to playing, you hate Catholic people, don't you? What is what <laughs> hey, is your that, deal, man? I grew up. Catholic. I mean, I'm Jewish. I don't care. No, I'm totally kidding. When it came when it comes to Notre Dame playing big time programs, 
they always lay an egg. And so that's what's going to happen here. And that game's not going to be close. So despite 17 point spreads, I'm giving the points. They're going to be maybe not. They're going to be blowouts. What do we have coming up on just in case you missed it? We'll talk about the possible college football playoff expansion and the Patriots will use the facilities of this university in Florida to prepare for their week one game. That's next on Morning Drive with Goodman and Stevens on Mile High Sports. So, 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 the way I used to love you, no, I don't want to know, no, no, no. We're taking you home, oh, 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 I'm loving you so, 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 so. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at mileisports.com. You can reach us. On the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed, at Zach Stevens, at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. Of course, Zach Stevens. You can catch all of his work on thednvr.com. Does a terrific podcast. Uh, terrific writer as well. He is joining us today, next Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, because Bruce uh, needed a vacation from me after only doing the show for two and a half weeks. I suppose I'm going to have to get used to this. Uh, with that, you came in on a pretty good day at 645. The Russell Wilson story broke, and I'm thinking, boy, the show that we had put together late last night has just been scrapped because this is what we're talking about now as well as we should be. Yeah, you tear it up. That's what $245 million on a five-year extension does, doesn't it, Eric? No question. Time now for the final word. The final word. Presented by Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. Greenfield's has everything under one roof, including the best happy hour in town. Two-for-one wine, well, and drafts from 3 until 7 p.m. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. All right, just in case you missed it, the college football playoff expansion could reach 12 teams and be approved as early as Friday, according to a report from CBS Sports' Dennis Dodd. Talks fell through earlier this year and were uh, tabled. Now the talks rapidly resumed and appear to have some sort of resolution, creating a larger field as soon as the 2024 season. Your thoughts on this? Despite what we talked about earlier, Eric, with four teams really dominating college football, I love it. More playoffs means more fun. I'm all about this. Then it gives the opportunity for these 17-point upsets. Even though it's probably not going to happen, give me more playoffs. I'm fine with more playoffs. I like that it would be expanding, but this isn't the NCAA tournament where a George Mason is going to come out of nowhere. It might, but then again, you're not going to have a team like George Mason in the playoff. You're probably going to have a power five school. But what we have seen, generally speaking, when it comes to college football, every year it's two, three, maybe four teams. And it always seems, and maybe my memory is not completely spot on about this, but doesn't it seem to you like in the semifinals, one team always gets blown out? Yep. It feels that way. I would have to look that up. But it feels like one team always seems to get their doors blown off 
And then you go back and say, well, maybe there are only three good teams. There are only three good teams. And it's usually Oklahoma, right? Oh, no, Oklahoma's <laughs> a constant. If they wind up, all, all due respect to Nick Benito, every time Oklahoma goes, generally speaking, they're giving up about 45. Yep. All right, just in case you missed it, the New England Patriots will use the facilities at Palm Beach Atlantic next week to prepare for their game against the Miami Dolphins. The university is located 20 minutes from Jupiter, Florida, and has told student-athletes some of their practices will be canceled. Is this absurd or is it not? What Bill Belichick wants, Bill Belichick gets. It's absurd that the university would cancel their own athletic programs to let an NFL club come in. But now look. They're getting more pub than they ever have by this. So it makes sense for them, but from a, a sports perspective, it's absolutely absurd. I'm going to respectfully correct you on that. I understand what you mean by what Bill Belichick wants, Bill Belichick gets. Let me phrase it differently. What Robert Kraft chooses to pay for, <laughs> Robert Kraft gets. But Bill Belichick wanted it, so then Rob, or so then... Uh, Craft paid for it. That's right. I wonder if there are any massage parlors down there. <laughs> so if you're the university, how do you feel about this? Great, because you're making a lot of money. And you're totally screwing your, and I put this in quotes, student athletes. Mm. Right? Right. It's all about the money. It is. It, it's kind of like what Colorado State is doing on Saturday. They're getting $2.5 million, roughly in that neighborhood, to potentially get curb stomped. Oh. But yes. it's worth it to them. Yep. Vegas says it will be a curb stomping. Yeah. All right, just in case you missed it, the LA Chargers have signed running back Sony Michelle. Last season playing for the Super Bowl champion Rams, he rushed for 540 yards from weeks 13 through 18. That was the third most in the NFL in that span. What are your impressions on Michelle signing with the Chargers, who already have Austin Eckler and Joshua Kelly in their backfield? It helps a little bit, but it does not do that much for me. Sony Michelle, if he were that much of an impact player, he would have stayed on one team, the New England Patriots, when they drafted him. He wouldn't be bouncing around. So this, it's a nice backup move, but that's what it is. It's a backup move. They're going to ride and die on Justin Herbert. And then in the backfield, it's going to be Austin Eckler, but he's going to be coming out of the backfield to have a major impact. Is Melvin Gordon really that much better than Sony Michelle? Yes. You think absolutely. so? I do. Okay. I, I like Sony Michelle a lot as a backup. So, Eckler, I think, will get the majority of the playing time. It's not going to be a 50-50, and I understand that. But to have Sony Michelle as your backup, a guy who has played in the league for a long time, that's a pretty good get for them. And if for some reason Eckler goes down, they have a pretty good backup. If he plays the way he did to end last season, then it's very scary. But he's just been way too inconsistent, and that has been the outlier more than the Hold norm on. for him. Hold on, though. I'll defer to you when it comes to knowing about everybody's roster. How good is the Chargers' offensive line going to be? Pretty good. Uh-huh. How do you think Sony Michelle's going to run behind a pretty good offensive line? It, it, it's certainly going to help, but how would, help how, how would their other backup have done? Probably would have been would have benefited just as much from that offensive line. Sony Michelle's better. Yeah, I, he's, I, more, I, he's more proven. It, it, it helps, but it doesn't change the division. No, you, you, Vegas is not going to be shifting their odds. Right. A lot of money is not going to be pouring in suddenly on the Chargers. I agree. All right, just in case you missed it, you guys uh, didn't touch on the CU game uh, in the last segment, so we'll talk about that. Per bet online, the Colorado Buffaloes are now 14-point underdogs. At home. At home. Uh, tomorrow night against TCU. The line has moved from TCU, uh, minus 10.5. That was set last week. Um, if you had action on this one, would you take CU on the point spread? Yeah, the money is coming all for TCU here, and that line has changed just like CSU the following day. Uh, I would have to go with TCU here, although it's at 
home for the Buffs. They do have a chance to pull an upset, but the Buffs, their line for wins was set at two and a half to start the season. I can promise you TCU is not going to have to worry about a sellout. Mm. They're not going to have think to. think so? When does CU sell out? If they're ever going to, it's going to be this game. It'll be the first game of the season, 8 p.m. Friday night. I don't, I don't know how good TCU is going to be, but I do know that Colorado is not going to be very good. Now, if we're talking about TCU with with um, Andy Dalton, yeah. But I don't know how good TCU is going to be. On a side note, I want to give a big shout-out to a longtime friend of mine who is the uh, Associate Athletic Director and longtime Sports Information Director, Dave Platty, who is giving uh, my former partner and our mutual friend, Les Shapiro, a tremendous honor. Uh, what they are doing is, in the press box, they are having a seat for less. That's and dope. it will be an empty seat. They have done this in the past. It's not like when somebody passes away who has covered the Buffaloes, they do this. But Les used to be the play-by-play guy with Dave Logan. A wonderful gesture by Dave. Um, Dave and I have been friends for a long time. I, I you know, I put something out on Twitter about it. Thank you, Dave. And Dave and Les were very close friends as well. But a wonderful gesture by the Buffaloes. No question about it. And if he had the chance, uh, maybe somewhere up there he is. I'm guessing Les will be tweeting about it because I believe he still has his Twitter handle. <laughs> All right, that was Mountain High Appliance. Just in case you missed it, uh, you can walk in any store, try out the appliances before you buy them. I mean, when you buy a car, you're going to take it for a test drive, right? You want to do that with appliances. You walk into a big box store, you're going to have like a 25-year-old kid who has no interest in being there, and you're going to say, can I try out this appliance? You're going to be like, what are you talking about? Can I show you an iPhone protector? Can, can I do that for you? You don't get customer service like you get at Mountain High Appliance. You can find them in Louisville. You can find them in Littleton. Their clearance center, they've expanded it. It's huge. Even better prices at the clearance center, Mountain High Appliance, Louisville, Littleton. You can also find their clearance center again in Denver right off of I-25 and roughly 68th Street. Coming up after the break, breaking news this morning. It kind of came out of nowhere. Kind of like... When the Broncos traded for Russell Wilson, now Russell Wilson's going to be here for the next seven years. How long has this negotiation been going on? Longer than you think. And we'll tell you how long next. It's like a dream you try to remember, but it's gone. Then you're trying to scream, but it only comes out as a young. When you're trying to see the one beyond your face.